Hey, what's up? Dapper Dividends number 33. I am your host, Russ. It is July 31st, 2020, and I want to thank all of you for giving me over 1,000 plays. Quite a momentous milestone that I've hit here, and you have my heartfelt thank you over the virtual airwaves. I don't think these are airwaves. They're internet waves coming at you right through your ears. Thank you for spending some time. You have a limited 24 hours every day on this planet, and you're going to spend just a few with me. I hope you're listening on 1X, or I'm sorry, not 1X. I hope you're listening on at least one and a quarter. And for some of you speed listeners, maybe one and a half. Uh, definitely good thing to do, a good practice to get into, unless English is not your first language. And I know from experience, because I listen to a few podcasts in Spanish, as I know quite a bit of Spanish, but I'm always trying to learn and improve. And I love conversational Spanish. So that I have to listen to in 1x. I sometimes try it at one and a quarter and I'm getting better. So listen, it's a little hack from me to you. You should be listening to all your podcasts at least one and a quarter. Why? Because you get to hear more stuff. You get to cram more knowledge and information and put it into your head, <laughs> file it away. So my countries are not updating. Um, <clears throat> free, you get what you pay for with free, as I've come to find out um, in a lot of things. So I'm using Anchor. I'm probably going to use Anchor for maybe a year. I'd like to give it and I'll see where the podcast is at. And if things are on the up and up, then I will um, might move over to Podbean or Libsyn or there's a few others that, that you actually pay for. <clears throat> that I've looked at, but um, I guess you get a lot more feedback and control and yada, yada, yada. So you get to buy more time with dividends. This is something I've firmly believe in that I love doing is that, well, in, okay, so in life, what you want to be doing in this, <clears throat> I'm writing a book for my daughters and it's basically on life, love and investing. And they are going to be 13 and 12 and I was sitting in traffic one, well, traffic, not so much now these days, but we hit a little bit of traffic. I think there was an accident or something. And I thought, what if I was in an accident and I just died? Surely I blabber on to my wife about a lot, a lot of this. So I asked her, do you live, you know, do you, do you ever listen to the podcast? And she says, why do I need to listen to the podcast? I live with the podcast. So, uh, anyway, she, she knows quite a bit of, you know, what I talk about, but it's not me. So what would I want my daughters to know? What knowledge and wisdom do I think it's really important that they would need to know if I were to be uh, hit by a proverbial bus and I wouldn't be able to relay that information to them. So I am writing a book, an ebook. I don't know how long it's going to be. I'm still, I'm in the note gathering phase. I'm going to probably spend the next week and a half gathering notes and I am setting a hard deadline of my daughter's birthday, which is September 28th. I will have it done and ready to give to her. That's going to be one of my gifts to her and by extension, her sister, whose birthday is in December, just after Christmas. So um, that's what I'm doing. But one of the things I'm stressing early on is that the game in life is you need to be a net buyer of time instead of a net seller of time. Because every time you go to work for somebody, or even if you have your own business, you're yes, you're con controlling the source of your income. But if you are 
selling your time like a time like a time prostitute if when i go to work for eight hours per se i just sold eight hours so i only have a limited time in the day i only have 16 hours remaining of my day so what do the wealthy people do what do the smart people do they buy other people's time buy people's time like me so one of the lowest barriers that you can start doing this is with dividends which i think is awesome because when you get a dollar of dividend income coming in per year that's one less dollar that you have to sell your time to go out and earn so you know that's why we want to look for solid blue chip companies that aren't they don't have really sky high yields and anytime you see a high yield you should definitely uh be skeptical and curious and asking why um obviously when the stock price goes down the yield goes up and when the stock price goes up the yield goes down so that's one of the reasons why we're always as dividend growth investors looking for uh deals so to say we're looking for we're looking for companies that are solid but their price for whatever reason uh they're trading uh the stock price is down so when their stock price is down the yield uh is higher so that's you know basically just remember just remember that you want to try to be a net buyer of time whether it's through dividends or it's through somebody if you have rental property if somebody's going to work and then paying you rent or if you're if you're an employer and you hire people well now you're buying their time and while you're they're doing tap that's the 70 percent rule i guess boy this is a long tangent i'm sorry everybody the 70 percent rule says that if somebody can do something 70 percent as at least 70 percent as well as you can then you need to be paying that person to do that task, that remedial task, so you can focus on the task that will make you the most amount of money and you can dedicate 100% effort to that and getting that to 100%. That's the 70% rule. So that's what a lot of employers do. That's what my employer does. And I sell him my time. And with that, I'm buying dividend growth stocks. I'm buying companies like McDonald's, Starbucks. When I buy a share of Starbucks, all the people that work at Starbucks and all the people that shop at Starbucks, they are working and spending money and I'm buying their time. So just a cool little hack and I'm going to move this along and we'll wrap it up there. See if I can get through this quick. So, uh, oh, one more thing. Any veterans, if there's any United States veterans listening, uh, hit me up on Twitter at RustyRam78. I did a post and I didn't, I don't know why I didn't think to do this earlier, but there's a few sites. There's one called govx.com. There's another called shopvcs. I don't think it's .com. It might be .org. Don't quote me on that, but there's vettix, V-E-T-T-I-X.org and firsttix.org. Those are all, um, sites that cater to veterans. You can get great deals. I just bought a pair of uh, Ray-Bans because we, we went whitewater rafting and I wore my my tried and true blue Ray-Bans. Uh, and toward the end of the day, I was done and my daughters were like, just go one more time with us. Come on. So I, I did it. I got flipped upside down and boom, my Ray-Bans were gone. I had to buy another pair. Luckily, I caught a sale and I got the Ray-Ban 2140, 2140s 
for $88 with no $86 with shipping. I got a 25% discount. They are the authentic Ray-Bans from Italia. Um, so anyway, that's that. And in the taxable, I've been nibbling. I still think the market's overvalued. It's getting really hard to find good deals. So I've been nibbling on some quality companies and I just, I can't help it. I think there's, I think there's another leg coming. And if there's not, I'm wrong. That's fine. That's why I keep buying and I'm nibbling and I'm waiting for a big drop or a big couple down days before I start going in heavy. So in the taxable account, I did receive a dividend from NR, ticker symbol NRZ from new residential REIT. Um, so my wife is texting me and I received a dividend from NRZ only $2 and 50. I don't know what it was. I didn't write it down. I'm thinking of something else. Um, there's going to be some mistakes in this. I think this is going to make me a better speaker. This is another tangent on anchor. I can't pause the recording. It's either record or nothing. You can edit it in the post-production, but I'm not going to do that. So I'm treating this as live air. I want to be a better speaker. And I think this is going to help me just be a better speaker. And this is going to help me in life. So with that being said, I did receive dividends from NRZ and they had cut their dividend because that was one of my mistakes that I chased yield. They were a $20 stock, 18, no, $18 stock paying a 50 cent dividend. Ridiculous yield, chased it. And I got, I caught a couple of those payments and then COVID hit, shut down. As soon as the shutdown hit, they cut the dividend from 50 cents all the way down to five cents. Uh, that was for the May 15th payment. For this last payment, they did bump it up another five cents. So I did get 10 cents a share. So that's something that's a little better. But watch those yield traps. If something has a really high yield, there's a reason. And chances are it's a yield trap and they're paying it out of debt and it's going to get cut and they're trying to get more people in buying shares. So just watch those. Um, Speaking of dividends, another cool thing, I, I posted this on Twitter and I did a blog post on my dapperdividends.com. Uh, I currently receive in my taxable account 16 cents an hour. I figured out my hourly dividend rate, uh, 16 cents an hour. Uh, so for seven hours of sleep, I make $1.12. How cool is that? You get paid every night to sleep. I wake up and the dividend fairy brings me $1.12. Uh, and the only thing I bought uh, this week was Realty Income, ticker symbol O. I actually bought that today at $59.45. So I'm nibbling. I'm li- nibbling and Realty Income is one of my go-tos. If I don't know what to buy, I just buy Realty Income. Solid company. I like it. We still need retail space and uh, some things are not going to be uh, on, on uh, Amazon. Uh, I do have a Neo covered call that I'm looking at buying back for around $275. I had sold it for $586. I'll get into that in a second with my self-directed IRAs. I'll talk probably more about that last weekend. Um, Oh, back to Anchor. One of the good things is as I'm recording right to their app, they only give you 30 minutes to record. Now, I had been recording to um, uh, Audacity. But when I would upload the file to Anchor, it just did not sound right. So that's that's why I'm doing this live and we're gonna go with it. I hope you're listening fast. Imagine if you're listening on one and a quarter. Imagine if you're listening at one and a half, how fast this sounds. So in my self-directed IRA, 
Uh, I did receive a dividend today from ticker symbol JPM from uh, JP Morgan Chase of $7.20. This is all updated in the Dapper Dividends portfolio, which is a spreadsheet. Spreadsheet. <laughs> a spreadsheet. This is a spreadsheet for you. This is a spreadsheet that I created, and you can feel free to download it. Uh, if you go to YouTube and ser- search Dapper Dividends, not podcast, Dapper Dividends spreadsheet, uh, you will see that. And there's a link there. And then I also think I have a link on dapperdividends.com. And I'm probably going to add one to my uh, Twitter. If I didn't already, I'll look when I get off. Anyway, anywho, uh, did receive that dividend from JP Morgan. I did nibbling. I'm only nibbling. I bought, this is the only thing I bought so far was Exxon Mobil, uh, ticker symbol XOM. Today I bought that. I bought three shares, only three little shares at $41.49. And I lowered the average from $44.58. I lowered that $0.84. Cents. And I didn't write it down. I can't do that math in my head. So we're going to move along quickly and pretend you never heard that. So I'm already receiving $24.41 in dividends. I've been doing this since March. I took $30,000 out of my traditional IRA, which was suffocating me with about a dozen choices. And I rolled it over into Schwab. Cost me $125 processing fee from American Funds. I'm probably going to do this again in the future. But right now we're playing with it. And it's something that I can talk about on the show. And you can see what I've been buying and share this journey with me from the beginning. And uh, I've already received $24.41 in dividends. And one thing I did do was buy back my AT&T covered call. So if you remember when I was on the beach in Myrtle Beach uh, a while ago, I sold an AT&T $34 covered call that expires on August 21st. I sold that for 15 bucks. So 65 cent goes to Schwab for the processing fee, or that's their fee. So I got $14.35 put in my account right away. Now AT&T has been dropping in share price. And when a call drops, the price goes down. So today I bought that back. It was sitting at $2.00. I bought it back at $2. Now the next couple of weeks, if AT&T were to blow up, that could go all the way to you know, $20. And then I would be not in the hole, so to speak, but I would be in danger of having the shares um, called away if they went over uh, $34 uh, you know, a share. So uh, I bought that back today at $2. There was another fee because every time on Schwab, you buy and sell a contract, it's a 65 cent fee per contract. So I ended up with a gain of $11.70 in 17 days. So I'll take it. You know, why are you going to fart around leaving $2 sitting there? I would have had to wait 21 days to collect that extra $2. So I just, you know what, let's end it now. We're, we're, we're pretty much at the finish line. So let's uh, leave a little bit of money on the table and we still made a gain. And uh, yeah, so um, as I'm looking at the pie chart on the, the spreadsheet, I'm kind of lacking in basic materials and finance. So I'm looking to maybe add to finance. I love uh, Prudential. I don't own Prudential in the uh, the IRA yet. So I think I might add some. Um, and then I'm heavy in the consumer defensive and uh, um, communication. That's obviously because I have 100 shares of Altria, which is commu- communi- <laughs> consumer defensive and 100 shares of AT&T, which is communication. I'm trying to run those two sectors together. 
So you have to buy 100 shares of something in order to sell a covered call. I did that with those two. And that's why I am heavy, but it's part of a strategy. So it's okay that I'm heavy unless they crater and share price. And then it's going to be tough to sell covered calls that are above my average. But I think we're looking good. Uh, that is now, the, so the IRA started at 30000 back in March has a value right now of $30,973.69. So I have made $973.69 because you all can add. What I have left in cash out of the $30,000 is $10,320. So 33% of that portfolio is cash and I'm dollar cost averaging in. And obviously in March when I started doing this, if I knew I was just a little bit past the bottom, I would have... Uh, I would have went heavier, but we're not psychic. And as dividend growth investors, we're buying for income and we keep buying no matter where the market's at. When it's really high, I like to nibble. And when there's pullbacks and drops, then I like to go hard and deploy some of that capital that's been building up. Let me get a sip of the agua. All right. So um, I've been explaining to my kids something and I want to share it with you that this will be really quick. Let's make it quick. So retirement is a number, not an age. That's something I've been saying on Twitter. Why was I never taught this or that? One thing I wish somebody would have told me when I was younger is that retirement is not a age, but a financial number. And, and that number is probably different for everybody else, depending on your spending habits, what you have saved, how much your what your lifestyle looks like, where you live. But it is obviously something that you can control. Um, just like I, I was telling them another thing too, that uh, it's in this country, you should strive to be a business owner. Nobody ever told me this. The reason you want to be a business owner is just because of the tax advantages. Business Businesses are taxed on net income. So all that that means is that they spend much. So there's the gross, the, the whole shebang they take in and whatever they spend on growing their business, that's all deducted. And then they're just taxed on the net. So if a business brings in, you know, $10 million and they spent 8 million of it growing the business and buying things for the business and doing anything business related, then they only taxed on the 2 million. So, uh, the complete flipped opposite of an employee where I'm taxed on the gross and I'm taxed on my gross income. And then whatever I have left over, uh, I pay bills with, and then whatever's left over that, uh, is what I have left to invest. So, uh, can you imagine if, if you were a business, it would be like, you know, if I brought in whatever, if I brought in a hundred thousand dollars and I spent 50,000 of it on bills, groceries, things I needed to live, uh, and run the house. And then I'm taxed on 50,000, you know, that'd be, that would be sweet. So just remember that business owners have a distinct advantage when it comes to taxes over employees and, uh, everybody should try to be a business owner. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. I was going to tell you about failing forward that the, you know, so the, <laughs> I have so many, sorry, everybody. <clears throat> we'll get into that one next week. I'll, I'll tell you about failing forward in the universe. Uh, you don't know how, how many failures the universe has in store for you. It could be two or three, or it could be 12, but success comes after failure. And the only way you're going to know is to keep failing, take what you learned through that failure, apply it to your next opportunity 
And if you fail, that's failing forward. You just keep trying and trying and trying. So that's what we're doing. Uh, so follow me on Twitter at RustyRam78. Check out my YouTube channel called Stashing Worthy Acorns. All I did was I put $50 into the Stash app, Worthy Bonds app, and the Acorns app, uh, adding $20 a month, doing that for a couple of years, and sharing the progress every week on YouTube with all of y'all, with all y'all, with all y'all. So uh, check that out. And also on my Twitter, speaking of these calls and covered calls, if you you can go to YouTube, say, how do you do a covered call? Uh, there's a gentleman, business famous, that I am affiliating for on Twitter. Click on my Twitter, and it's called uh, Turbocharge Your Dividends. Uh, if you buy that, if you want to help me out a little bit, it's $7.50. I will get a part of that commission. I get 50%. What a very nice gentleman. And if you click on that, I'll get 50% of that if you buy through my link that's on my Twitter. So please do that if you would like to help me and help the show. My family would appreciate it. And uh, I think that's it. Oh, check out DapperDividends.com. That's our website that my wife and I work on. And now the song of the show. Oh, let's see if I can. La Canción de la... Uh, I don't remember how to say show. Anyways, Canción. That's uh, that song. So here's a funny story. Let me set this up. I'm going to try and end with the song. Let's see if I can do this. So December 7th, this past December 7th was my works Christmas party. And my wife and I decided beforehand that we were going to go to the Christmas party, have a couple drinks. We weren't going to get inebriated like normally can happen and other people do. We were going to have the dinner, get my bonus check, have a couple drinks. And then we booked a hotel in Chicago. We were going to use that as our excuse to get out of there. So let me get a sip of water here while you think about that. So, yeah, we did the whole thing. We got into the city at maybe about 10 o'clock at night, checked into the hotel right quick. We had another beer in the room, and then we were looking for somewhere to go. So we thought, you know what? Just on a whim, we were close to Boys Town. So in Chicago, the uh, the gay area, uh, the LGBT plus Q, apologies, I don't know all the acronyms, is on uh, North Halstead Street. Um, so it's called boys town and there was a bar, not a club. There's a bar called little Jim's. This was in December. This was in December. Remember we went there and we met a very fun gay couple, uh, Henry and Carlos. Carlos was kind of, I think he was on poppers or something. He was a little bit, uh, loopy, but they were fun, harmless guys. We chatted them up for about an hour or so. Guys at the bar were buying me shots because apparently I'm handsome to the gay community, which is flattering. And uh, I was good, you know, I was feeling good. And then they said they wanted to go dancing. They took us to two doors down to a place called Replay, uh, Lincoln Park. And we danced there for a little bit. And then the whole impetus for the, the night, actually, my wife and I, there was a club called the Underground Lounge. 
and they were doing a Cure versus New Order versus Depeche Mode night where they were going to play a lot of the, those bands in that rotation, those groups. So we told them like, you know, hey, it was, you know, this point is probably about, you know, 1230, 1 a.m. We're like, well, we came to go to the Underground Lounge. So you guys want to go? So it was only a two block walk to where we were going. So yeah, they, they went, they walked with us, you know, it's kind of fun. And we hit the, hit the door, hit the bouncer, uh, paid the five bucks, got in. And as soon as I was the first one in, and as soon as we walked down, uh, right by the dance floor, we're going to get some drinks. I heard this song playing. It was round and round by new order. One of my favorite dance songs. I love to dance. I met my wife dancing at the club we went to after here come up coming up 20 years now in November and it was just fun it was surreal it took the night to a whole nother level that there I am my wife and I it's one o'clock in the morning we're we're in a dance club in Chicago with our new gay couple friends and we're just dancing to this song it just, I, I had the biggest smile on my face. I was so happy. Little did I know that was the last time that I was in a dance club as my wife and I like to go maybe once, uh, not once, maybe, yeah, maybe like once every two to three months, we'll go for a night out in Chicago, the two of us and COVID hit shortly after that. And, uh, that was the last time. So anyways, we, uh, yeah, so we were dancing with them, and then we, so my wife and I will finish, we'll go to Exit Chicago, which is where we met. And we told them, you know, hey, it's fun. If you guys want to go, we're going to go to Exit. That's where we like to finish the night off. We still know a few of the bartenders there. It's just our hangout. It's a punk rock club, like heavy metal, punk rock. There's industrial music upstairs. We met on the industrial dance floor uh, upstairs. So, yeah, they went with us. And <laughs> let me tell you what. If you have never been, I don't even know how to describe it, but I was in a car for probably 12 minutes with two inebriated gay men, and it was the most insane conversation I have ever heard. All I could do was laugh. I was apologizing to the Uber driver. He just, he was laughing. He said he didn't care. Again, it took the night to another level, and my wife was in the back seat with the two guys, and I was in the front seat, and long story short we went to exit uh we ended up closing it down sometime around 3 a.m we were looking henry was looking for his boyfriend carlos couldn't find him carlos was passing out so they had to leave and henry (laughs) carried a uh barely clinging the conscious carlos out of the building and into an uber that was the last time we saw them my wife did find henry on facebook and i don't know she she talks to him sometimes but I think anyways, then my wife and I, we ended up staying too late, closing it down. That's a rough next morning when you're up till, uh, you know, we had some fun when we got back, but I think by the time we got to sleep, it was almost 7am checkout was at 11. Uh, I was hung over and then we had to go get our kids from uh, my wife's brother's house from my brother-in-law's house. And that is a rough next day when you are 41 years of age. Not fun, but do you know what? The hangover went away. The tiredness went away. But do you know what I have? I have just an amazing memory that right now, when I was setting it up, listening to this song, and I played it on YouTube, just I'm smiling. I love music, the feeling it gives me. I love New Order. I, I, 
I have so much to say about them, but I want to end this because we're at 27 minutes and just, you know, they did something amazing when Ian Curtis, unfortunately committed suicide from, they, they were in a band called joy division and Ian Curtis, fantastic guy. He, he took his life. He had some issues, depression issues, Bernard Sumner, Peter hook, and Oh my God, I forgot the drummer. Brain fart. Stephen Morris. Uh, My apologies. If Stephen Morris is listening to this podcast, sir, you have my apologies. Um, The three of them started New Order. They turned something that was so tragic into something so beautiful. New Order has so many good songs. And go to YouTube, type in Dapper Dividends playlist, listen to round and round by new order and every song i do is on there and that's it 28 minutes in guys girls whoever's listening thank you uh i'm gonna really do my best to make these shorter i'd love if they were about 10 to 12 minutes i I guess that's not possible with me my loquacity gets the best of me i'm loquacious and thank you for listening I'll talk to you guys later. And remember what I like to say at every episode close is everyone you meet has something to teach you, but it's up to you to find out what that thing is. I'll talk to you on Tuesday.